Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly, a podcast where I read books and I talk about them on a podcast to help improve my health, my wealth, my wisdom, and my peace. And uh, this podcast keeps me accountable, helps me consolidate the information that I learn or that I read so that I can learn it and apply it in practical ways and then share it so that you can apply these lessons to yourself as well. This podcast is supplementary to my main podcast, Book Club with Caden Kelly. Uh, that podcast formats about 90, 60 to 90 minutes of material. This is, uh, I do this in about 15 minutes. I try to, um, to super consolidate it. So if you like the conversation from this episode, highly recommend go to Book Club with Caden Kelly on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or go to my blog. Caden Kelly's blog.wordpress.com and you'll find links to the other podcast. I do that one live on Monday so you can join the conversation, share your thoughts. Um, what else? The, the blog has my TikTok and my Instagram where I post videos every day and I have uh, – I post in the blog once a week. All of this is supposed to help us live better lives. We're all, the whole intention behind all of this is to help – is to be better people, learn the mysteries of the universe, the mysteries of being a human, how to make good decisions, how to be happy, how to find peace, uh, how to alleviate struggle and suffering and, you know, and then, yeah, then to figure it out for ourselves and then pass it on to other people, help other people live better lives. So last week we read a book called Start With Why by Simon Sinek, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to take action homies popped up on my social medias a few times in uh, interviews and clips of his he's awesome i've wanted to read something from him from a while for a while so from the little bio in, in the book start with why it says simon sinek is an optimist who believes in a brighter future for humanity his talk on ted.com is the third most watched talk of all time Learn more about his work and how you can inspire those around you with Start With Why. Uh, it was published in 2009 and is one of several books that he's written. And I think he now has a sequel to this and it's called Find Your Why. I think it's uh, just those two as an installment to this kind of series. So awesome book, awesome conversation. If you've listened before, you know that I listen to the book or I read the book and then I take notes on my phone. So that's what I'm going to be reading off of. Um, I highlight probably the most important ones, the most important notes from the book so that I could keep this episode short. I go through the highlights here. But if you want more, again, if you want more expansion on the conversation, more information, go check out the other podcast, Book Club with Caden Kelly. So let's dive into it, all right? The introduction to this book, he uh, usually in all the introductions, the author states why they wrote the book, what they're trying to accomplish, and uh, he says in the introduction that the goal of this book is to help you become an inspiring leader. But I will note that if, if you're uh, not trying to become a leader or an owner or in, you know, if you're not trying to be an inspiration to people, then this book is still important to you for you because what this book does is um, – it helps you recognize good leaders, helps you find good people to follow. And so, uh, everybody has a different personality type. Some people are have the personality type of leaders and some people have the personality type to support leaders, to be a part of their cause, of their why. But if you don't know, if you can't recognize um, 
their why or you can't recognize why they do what they do or why the, their company exists or their initiatives uh you can often fall prey to manipulation and it's just you know it's you'll also live a have less satisfaction in the work that you do so this book not only helps you as a person be a better leader it also helps you find better leaders so that's what we're going to go over uh, in chapter two of the book, he says, quote, there are only two ways to influence human behavior. You can manipulate it or you can inspire it. So he uh, – one thing that I think is really interesting is manipulation isn't necessarily immoral. It's not uh, – the strategies that he talks about here are um, tactics that all businesses use to drive new business. The problem lies if – in us when we're not able to recognize what a business is trying to portray or trying to convince us of or trying to get us to do or buy so um he talks about so minute like these strategies that businesses employ are not immoral he talks about price dropping promotions fear aspirations peer pressure novelty innovation and i i threw in there trends trend following I think that's a form it can be used as a form of manipulation, but like pr drop pricing, dropping price isn't inherently immoral, but it is an it is a manipulation strategy to get new people to get new customers to buy a product. Um, using fear to to ins to in inspiring fear in people, or not really inspiring, but but causing fear in people to buy their product or service is a strategy businesses employ. Um, it's not, and it could be with the great intentions too. Like as a carpet cleaner, I've totally talked about how bacteria and viruses can get stuck in your carpet and you need to clean them if you want to have a sanitary living space or working space. And But telling people that they have bacteria in their carpet can incite some kind of fear, right? It's not immoral for me to, but I'm not trying to, cause people to freak out. I'm trying to sell my my uh, service to them. So these are strategies that he talks about that are manip manipulative. Um, manipulation is an effective strategy to drive sales and get new customers. The problem with it is it doesn't breed loyalty. It promotes short-term success, not long-term success. So he says the alternative to manipulation is inspiration, and that's what the majority of the book is about. Uh, let's, so let's go into chapter three. What he calls the golden circle is a method of how to predict pe how how to predict people will behave. How people will behave. I fucked that note up. Sorry. It aims to inspire rather than to manipulate. And there are three components. The first, what? Second, how? Third, why? What a company does, how a company does it, and why a company does it that way. Why it exists and what its purpose is. Inspiring companies start with why, then move to how, and then to what. Manipulative companies start with what, then how, and then why if they ever stop to consider why. Um, starting with why generates loyalty. Quote, people who don't buy – sorry, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. If you're, a, if you're trying to inspire people to do something, the most effective thing that you can do to – inspire people and to convince them of your message and to get them on board for the long haul is to start with your why sell them on why you started this product or came up with this service or do this service 
why you sell the thing or why you do the thing. And, uh, and that in itself will breed long-term loyalty. It's one thing to make an awesome product. Like he talks about tons of examples of companies who are really good at making things, but just making an awesome product doesn't breed loyalty in the, the customer. So what breeds loyalty in the customer is selling them why you make the thing. Talking about your vision, talking about your goals, your purpose as the as the business, as the leader, as the what, why your employees do it, and then your employees will envision the same why, and that, and that will that will that will captivate your customers and keep them on for the long haul. It also will help them, or it will, uh, yeah. Well, that's more notes that I don't have time to talk about. <laughs> Chapter four. Um, I said, we often make decisions based off our gut instinct, which is the limbic brain, and justify it with rationality, which is our, comes from our neocortex. Uh, I go into way more detail in the book or in the other podcast. Go listen. Chapter five, quote, the goal of business should not be to do business with anyone who simply wants what you have. It should be to focus on the people who believe what you believe. More of the same stuff that I just mentioned. Don't sell a thing to a person. Sell why you make the thing or do the thing. And that will that will generate loyalty and trust in your customers and your employees and will enhance – it will increase your chances for success in the long term. Uh, part three, let's see, chapter six. Quote, you have to earn trust by communicating and demonstrating that you share the same values and beliefs. You have to talk about your why and prove it with what you do. Same thing, right? Same thing as I just said. Not only sell – the way you sell a person on your why is you live it day by day. You demonstrate it and you communicate it to everybody that you interact with. You, base, you embody your company's vision as the CEO, as the leader, as the person that's, uh, that, ha, that has the – the, as the origin of the why you are it, you know the CEO is hardly inseparable from or is hardly separable from the company or from the vision so you as the CEO have a vision you need to live it day by day in all that you do and all that you say and I didn't mean to rhyme but that's just how things go sometimes <laughs> I just did it again that's funny uh, let's keep going. Chapter nine. Yep, the CEO and the company ooze the same message and energy. You must embody the why. Just said that. Uh, chapter eleven. Success can blur the why that inspired you and others to make that made you successful. It can lead to decisions that don't follow the why and cause disdain and resentment throughout the entire company. Okay, so so. Part of the end of the book, he talks about okay, so you you're a, you're a business owner, or you're a politician, or you've invented a thing, and you've had this vi- you had a vision, you had a why, you inspired a bunch of people, and a bunch of people bought your stuff, or they followed you, and they followed your politics, whatever it is, and now you have to, uh, and now you're now you're rolling in the success. So what your uh, what success can do sometimes is blur the lines of why or, or what made you successful. Um, when the lines 
of what made you successful get blurred with your why, especially when there's a bunch of people now that you like, you get a ton of employees, you get stockholders and you have a board of executives and you have to, you have to do things that to make money now or to, to meet a certain, I don't know, like you have to, you have to make a certain amount of things or whatever. You have to keep people's, you have to make sure everyone's getting paid, right? Your decisions might start to be influenced by those things rather than by your core beliefs or your, your why, your values. So, um, when your why gets blurred by your success and when your decisions start to veer from what made you successful and that veer from your why, the people that put their trust in you, the employees and the customers and the followers will start to resent you for your decision making. So the way to prevent this that he discusses is to establish clear systems and structures in your company as the leader. As you develop a thing or create a thing or have a, this system that embodies your why and have a bunch of people that trust you and follow you, execute every, or, or rather solidify every decision and every procedure so that the why never becomes lost. Especially as CEOs pass from company to company or politicians retire or people retire or you know other people move in. Everybody on board needs to embody the why. And the way that the why doesn't get mixed or muddled is by cementing it in your systems and your procedures. So, uh, and then, uh, the last part of the book in part six, um, the most important thing that we can do is for the most important thing we can do for our own success is to show up. Well, f first understand your why, what your values are, what you believe, how you want to live your life, what's most important to you. Then do every, and then spend every day doing what brings you closer to those things. If you value exercise or if you value being healthy, exercise, eat well, get plenty of sleep. If you value your family, spend time with your family, provide for them, support them, take care of them. Uh, if you value, what's, what else, you know, if you value your, if you value being, um, uh, I'll just leave it there. Yeah, I'm struggling with another example. And the and the the best the attitude should change from being better than the competition to being better than who you were yesterday. When you can separate, or, or when when you can change the competition from everyone else to yourself, you'll find so much more support to get you to where you're trying to go. So that's it. That's that's the book. Yeah. I loved it. I love the note that he ended on. This was an awesome book. Start with Why by Simon Sinek. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. You can find it on uh, – you find the audiobook on Apple Podcasts or Apple Bookstore rather. Uh, Barnes & Noble, it's everywhere. So go check it out. And then if you want to join the next week's conversation live, go to my po my blog, kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. Go to the Facebook, YouTube, or the Twitch Click on the link, follow, subscribe, do the thing, and uh, you'll you'll get notified when we go live. You can join, have a good time. That's what we're all. That's what we're trying to do ultimately. Have a good time, do what we can to live better lives, be better people, and um, yeah. Until then, we'll do it again next week. See you then.